0: Oh, Lord, we bless you. We exalt and magnify your holy name. Thank you, Father God, for everything we worship and glorify your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' holy name that we have prayed. Say amen together. Well, I want to welcome every one of you, Christ Tabernacle Global. And I want to say that this is a new dawn for you and for every one of you who are part of the prophetic voice ministers all over the world, from India to Africa to Europe to America, Australia, they are watching right now, they are connected with us. And everyone who is a believer of God, who probably, you know, you are not part of the prophetic voice, you know, it doesn't matter, I welcome you as a fellow servant of God and fellow children of God across the globe. It is our time of liberty it is our time of lifting up the body of Christ on earth. We have waited for this time for a long time. I, I believe very much that eternity have waited for this generation. This is a season that is exciting. It is a moment that is prolific. It is a timing that the, 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 the Word of God is, is getting fulfilled on a daily basis. You only need to watch television and sometime and just listen to what is going on in the news. You will discover that the whole news... The anticipation of mankind right now is where is the solution? Where is the solution? Where is the solution? And they are going helter-skelter, running here, and they are looking for solution. Even in the church of God, there's a lot of, uh, you know, anticipation of what solution is, and they are running helter-skelter. But uh, that tells you I that we are right in the most momentous time that God promised, and this is the time for the last revival. And I say this to you. For you and I who are part of this conference, I want to congratulate you because this is a conference that will turn your life around forever and ever and ever and ever. You will not drop from the height you will attain during this very meeting. Let me say this to you before we go into sharing the Word of God. In this meeting, we will manifest more than we speak. I will together? because... It is for manifestation. I have been talking about Holy Spirit for 30 years again and again, at least within the walls of Christ's faith, tabernacle, and on the television around the globe. But this time around, he's taking you on a journey into my friend, God, the Holy Spirit, so that you can encounter what I have encountered, and you can encounter according to the Scripture. Because all my encounters in the Lord, God, the Holy Spirit, is as is in the Scripture. And really... Whatever our encounters are, I know that each individual of you will have various things that you have encountered of the Holy Spirit. No matter what height that we have been with the Holy Spirit, we are coming this week to the Holy Spirit and say, "We don't know much about Him. We don't know much about Him," and that's our attitude because we will go to higher dimensions. You know something about the, the, the Holy Spirit and the spiritual of God is this: when you when you hunger, and then the the, carry, the Holy Spirit carries you to the heights you are for. You will see him and say, wow, this is interesting. After you have stayed on that very high for some time, you will discover that there are higher dimensions. And then as you begin to hunger more, it will just take you again to a higher dimension. You say, oh, wow. Let me say this to you. You will never get to the highest height. That is the height without limit on earth until we see him face to face, but where we can reach the highest ha- height that God has ordained for the earth, where you will see the manifestation of the night gift of the Spirit, where you will be able to operate in every office of the Spirit, you know, without really knowing it, where the Lord will use it for great signs and wonders that will humble humanity, and that is our peak that we are asking God for. Where angels will walk into your room face to face in the broad daylight and they will speak to you. Where angels will walk in and wake you up beside your partner and your partner will not wake up, but you will wake up and you will go down from the bed, from your bedroom into your sitting room and you will be talking with angels and they will sit with you and educate you. Nobody in the house will be permitted to wake up because they will put everybody into a deep sleep when they come to reveal to you what heaven and the Father in heaven has in stock. And by the time they finish with you, they say good day, and they leave. Then people will begin to wake up in the same house. All these encounters are bundles of encounters that God the Father, through His Son, has prepared for us in this very season. And so today, I want to just introduce you to Holy Spirit, the gift of prophecy, and angelic ministry. This is what my focus will be for this one week. But I will speak... Broadly, helping you to know who is the Holy Spirit and what is the gift that is given, that God is given, you know, uh, to uh, Holy Spirit to give us. And the office of the Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit. And my major heart is, what can a human being do to be able to enter into this realm of the Spirit? If the Holy Spirit came down from highest heaven to meet us in the lowest heaven, then he can take us while we are still alive. Past the heaven into the highest heaven, to paradise. And this is what you expect to encounter. You expect to see the Lord Jesus before the end of these five days. And I'm going to, by the grace of God, help us to know how to, and create the mind uh, that will be, that we like they can attract this, and you see encounters and manifestations. So get ready. Get fully ready. Now, in our, in our home group studies yesterday, Sunday, I sent you a material to help you know who is the Holy Spirit. The reason for this is because you cannot manifest who you do not know. And faith that is needed to be able to operate the gift of the Spirit cannot come without hearing. Faith manifests through information. And when information is not given or knowledge is 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 not available, you will not know. How to operate, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit. It is the same principle for all things in the world. Any privilege around you that you are not informed of, you know, will be a privilege that you do not know and you cannot use. And you can have privilege around you, and many people around you are getting, you know, using the privilege, but you are struggling and wondering, "What, what about me, what about me, until the day you are given knowledge. And what knowledge will do do to you is that instead of struggling and asking and crying and wailing, you will just apply knowledge and you will enter there. Knowledge is key into entering into dimensions of power and glory. Now, that's the reason why I will spend just about five minutes helping you again to know who is the Holy Spirit. And then we'll go into a few other things. So, who is the Holy Spirit? Now, understand that Holy Spirit is, is the third party of God Uh, We know that, and we recognize that. But I'm concentrating on what did Jesus say about the Holy Spirit to you and I. The first thing is that it's the promise of the Father. The Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. The book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 4. It says, on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift of my Father, or, or the, gift, the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. So, Jesus has spoken about the Holy Spirit severally to his disciples. And he said to them when he was going, while he was going, Acts chapter 1 is a record of when Jesus ascended and then You know, what happened thereafter. Jesus appeared to them and said to them, on one of the occasions, and he said to them, Do not leave Jerusalem. And he said, But wait for the gift the Father promised. Which means, in this scripture, what Jesus was saying to them is that there is condition that the Father has given for any mortal man to encounter the Holy Spirit. And he said to them, also, this Holy Spirit that I am sending, or the Father will send in my name, is a gift from the Father. Understand the word gift. One thing you must know is that no man works for a gift. A gift is something you did not labor for, and somebody gave to you. He may give it by promise, which is announced to you. He may not announce it to you and just give it to you when He meets you. Now, in this scripture, I want us to underline the word, but wait for the Holy Spirit. That is, this is the underlining factor for all the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the ministry gifts. When you are given the gift of the Holy Spirit, the condition to get it is the condition to maintain it. You must know. They that wait upon the Lord will what? Renew. Strength must be renewed. Some of us have been, we have encountered baptism of the Holy Spirit, and there was fire in us all the time, and then suddenly it seemed as if the fire is going down. Some accuse Satan for quenching the fire. It is not Satan. It has nothing to do with Satan. You have to renew the Holy Spirit. You remember that Paul said to Timothy that the gift that you received by the on of my hands, funny to flame. All right? You have a part to play. But you see, that part, you need to understand the basic principles that brought the Holy Spirit. And it's the same basic principle that maintains the Holy Spirit in you. And it's the main principle that also elevates you in the gifts of the Spirit. But you see, because we are spirit men, we live in our flesh, and our flesh is of this world. It is the battle between our flesh and our spirit that weakens us, that wearies us, that makes us tired sometimes. That is the reason why the Bible says iron sharpness, iron. That is the reason why we go to conferences. That is the reason why we go to church meetings. That is the reason why we pray together. That is the reason why we study the Word of God. That is the reason why we worship God and we sing. And all, all the activities of the Spirit is given to us as ingredients to keep us burning so that the flesh will not quench us. Now, let me say this to you. In talking about the Holy Spirit, there is nothing about Satan here now. Nothing. Nothing about demons here now. You need to understand that the weaknesses that you suffer is your flesh. That's the first thing you need to know. To conquer your flesh and make your flesh to obey the godly principle is to drag your flesh by your spirit and trigger those things that the Holy Spirit had given us. Studying the word of God. Singing and praising God with hymns and with songs and then praying... All the time. Praying as much as you can, as much as you can remember heaven, speak to heaven, you know, exclaim yourself, bless God in his splendor, in his glory, remember the goodness of God, salute him who lives forever and ever, exclaim him who has power over all things rather than, uh, you know, uh, uh, proclaiming the, the works of the devil. Let your mouth be filled with the praise unto the living God for what he has done, what he will do, and what he can do. And you occupy yourself all the time with this. These rituals of blessing God, or praising Him, and of praying to Him, and then you will keep your body in check. You will keep your body in check. You will keep your mind in check. You will keep your body and mind in check. And in subjection to the Holy Spirit and your spirit, which never gets weary. Do you know that the spirit of man never gets tired? It is the body. Because the spirit can never be tired, okay, that is the reason why God created the body, and He created the night and day. So that when the body of man sees night coming, it goes down, it's shut down, so that your spray will not kill your body. Because if you see a man who is always alive and, you know, bubbly and stuff, you will sleep, you cannot sleep, you cannot sleep, you cannot sleep, then your body will pack up. So God is, is most intelligent. He created the night, but for God, night is day. For spirits, night is day. So God created the night. To shut down the body so that the body can have adequate rest, reclock himself, and shoot up. But you know this, that what God is saying here is this. To receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus gave principle, but wait for the gift. Second thing that you must not forget is that it is the promise. So nobody can say to you that I will pray and you will not get the Holy Spirit. No, 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 it's not in the hands of any pastor or any apostle or any prophet. It is the hands of God who promises the Father. The Father is the promise of the Father. Second thing you must know about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is for your good. It is for your good. He is for your good. The book of um, John, First John, I mean, it's number, uh, uh, John Epistle, chapter 16, verse 7 says, Holy Spirit, your counselor and your comforter. Jesus said in by, that verse 7, I, But I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I am going away. It is for your good that I am going away. Underline the word for your good. Hallelujah. Underline the word for your good. So, Jesus ascended. I, sometime I had wished in my life that I wished that Jesus was on earth when I'm on earth. But later on, I recognized the Bible that it is for my good that he left. <laughs> if Jesus was on earth, he would still be in Israel. If you want to see you have to go to Israel. However, for my good, he left. So that anywhere in the world, he is there at the same time. (laughs) Jesus could not be everywhere at the same time when he was in the flesh, because he was limited by his flesh. And you know, when he was in the flesh... We cannot have access to him all of us at the same time because you know you have the apostles, you have the apostles, the three, the, the rest of the twelve and stuff like that. Before you have all these Ahenering and all these uh, juntas who wanted to 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 ram shoulder with him, and then before you have the crowd, before he reaches your turn and my turn before. So when Jesus left, he became spirit, so that he can be everywhere at the same time, and you and I today can have intimacy with him. All of us, all over the world, at the same time, we can show our love to Him and He can talk to us. He can reflect our, His love towards us. He can see us. So it's for our good. We must remember to be thanking God for this good. Thanking Jesus for even going. <laughs> you, know? you know, He didn't come to my mind really before. I need to thank God for going. In the book of John 17, when we get there, we'll cross the bridge. Jesus was praying for the disciples and he said, For us too, who will believe through their message, and you and I will have saved by the message of the daddy of the apostles. So it's for your good. Holy Spirit is for your good. What is the good, He says here? That I'm going away. Unless I go, the counselor will not come to you. All right? But if I go, I will send him to you. Who is the one who sent the Holy Spirit? The Son. Who is the one who gave the Holy Spirit? The Father. Did you see what the connection here? The Father gave the Holy Spirit, but he didn't give it to the world. He gave it to the Son. And the Son sent the Holy Spirit to his people only, not to the whole world. Are you not fortunate? Am I not fortunate for this? The God of order, the Father of all glory, he sent his Spirit out into the Son. He gave it to the son, that just do what you like with it. And the son said, okay, I'm sending this to those who believe in me. And he sent them. He sent the Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit is your your good. And what did he call him? Counselor. Another translation say comforter. Now, we can begin to know the work of the Holy Spirit by this. If I have a counselor who is the counselor, who knows counsel more than everybody because he gave a little bit of his knowledge to everyone who counsel. No man counsels as the God who is the counselor. And if he lives in me, do I need the counselor? He's inside me. Now, this meeting is, we are looking at, why is it that these things are in us and then many of us are not using him. What can you do to use him? You will get it in this meeting, and it will work for you. I say it will work for you. I prophesy that every word I speak will explode inside you like dynamite. It will change your reasoning. It will impact life into you, and it will manifest. Because the word manifests. The word manifests. When God spoke the word in Genesis, it happened. It will happen to you in this meeting. Let me say this. I don't don't worry much about how much you have struggled, how much you have prayed and fasted. I also passed through it. Three days without food and water. At the end of the day, nothing happened. Until we knew the secret. Seven days, my friend. When we knew the secret, while we are yet speaking, he asked. If we pray and fast for seven days, mountains will move. Because he's the one who said fast. And the things we used to fast for, we don't fast for them anymore. Because the instruction to get those things is just faith in the Lord. In those days, I don't know what fasting is because I had them fasting. They fast. 40 days, 40 nights, we fast at belly, belly ache and all stuff like that. Until I recognize that, boy, what I you doing? In the scriptures, how did it come? We will look into that. So when I fast now, I fast for relationship, not for power. The power is inside me. If it works, I use it because I use it. If it doesn't work because I didn't turn to it, the counselor is inside me. I don't go to any prophet to tell me what. A prophet will tell me what? When the one who who appointed the prophet lives inside me, why do I need a prophet? If he feels that I need a prophet, he will send one to me without me asking him. If he did not send one to me, I can ask him, and I will ask him, and I will hear him. I will show you the way to him, and that's what I'm saying. You need to recognize him in what Jesus said he is. He, If he's your counselor, if you're seeking counsel from anybody, you will first ask him. Then if it is something beyond your ability, then you go and ask and you'll be shocked that what he tells you, the counselor, if he's a, a prophet or a pastor or, 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 or an apostle, a teacher, a minister, what they will tell you, some of them will be what you have had. And then because of their gifts, they cannot take you to deeper dimension. But when they talk about the deeper dimension, because you have sought the counsel of us, you will have understanding. <laughs> it's not going to be that they are telling you things you don't understand. Because the spirit that speaks through them, you already communicated with that spirit. Are you with me now? So therefore, he says, he is the counselor. Number three, the Holy Spirit works. No, we're, we're going to look at the works of the Holy Spirit. I've looked at Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. Number two, Holy Spirit is for you. You're good. You get it now? Holy Spirit is for your good. Then, under that, we have looked at Holy Spirit is your counselor or comforter. And he is for your good. Number three, we will look at the works of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, when he came to the world, we know his work. He went about doing good. Acts chapter, chapter 10, verse 30, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, how he went about doing good and healing everyone under the powers of the devil because God was with him. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the powers of the devil because God was with him. So we know the work of of Jesus. Then we know that the work of Jesus went further. He died on the cross. He preached the kingdom. He died on the cross, resurrected the third day so that you and I can receive salvation in his name. Now, what is the work of the Holy Spirit? Why should Jesus send the Holy Spirit? Why should he? Let's look at it. In John chapter 16, verse 8, it says, When he comes, which is the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of guilt in regards to sin, and righteousness, and judgment. These are three things that Holy Spirit will do. He will convict the world of uh, uh, regards sin. So, when did that happen? When you and I accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, it was the work of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that convicted you. You see, Holy Spirit is the one who preached to that preacher that was preaching. As I'm preaching right now, Holy Spirit is the one preaching through me. But the Holy Spirit that is preaching through me, where did he get his word from? I will show you in a minute. Whenever you open your mouth to preach the gospel and say what you are saying to people, it is the Holy Spirit who open your mouth. It is the Holy Spirit who leads the people to the place where you will be speaking. And he made you speak to them so that they can hear the gospel. So every church that opens every, every day as they speak is the Holy Spirit that speaks. When visitors come, new people come, it is the Holy Spirit that brought them there. Some of them will get saved, saved at the time, it is the Holy Spirit that convicts them of sin. The Holy Spirit convicted us of sin before we got saved. The second thing of the Holy Spirit, work. So he had accomplished that in every one of you who is born again. But if you are not born again today, he will do the job in your heart. He will. It will be your turn. (laughs) It will be your turn. If you have never been born again, it will be your turn because the Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin. Hallelujah. Then he says, "And of righteousness and of judgment." Righteousness is very simple. When you are born again, it is the Holy Spirit that makes you and I now separate sin from godliness. And that is righteousness, convincing you of righteousness. He's the one that will make us know that, oh, these things I used to do before, I cannot do it anymore. So, but if you are born again, and you, 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 you claim to be born again, and you are doing all those things that you are doing before, two things. Either you have never been born again at all, or you are born again and you dumped it. Those are the two things. Because you can reject a gift. Someone can give you a gift, you can keep it, use it, or throw it away. There are many people today who have uh, rejected their gift, and they thrown away from the Lord, or people who just keep it, they never use it. And those are the Christians who today they will do good tomorrow, they will do bad. They will predetermine to do evil. To the extent that when you're talking to them about evil things they can't understand it anymore, they have thrown it away. Holy Ghost. Is the one who convicts us. But then go further and of judgment. Now look at verse 10. It says in regards of righteousness because I am going to the Father. So Jesus said, Holy Spirit will convict you of righteousness because I am going to the Father. So and when he gets to the Father, he said it will fill the earth. So he's the one because Jesus went to the Father. Holy Spirit is now showing you and I that look this is the way to the Father. It's the path of righteousness. This is how we can read the Father as the Son has read the Father, and so that is conviction uh, uh, of righteousness. And then it says, "And in regards of judgment, because the prince of this world can condemn, that judgment is for the devil. Devil has been condemned. When Jesus died on the cross, Satan finished. Satan finished, complete. Are you with me now? He finished totally. When Jesus died, that is when Satan." died. When Jesus resurrected, Satan remained in the grave. He never resurrected. Because Satan did not know that that cross he gave Jesus, it is God who made him give him. Okay? All the affliction, all what Satan did to Jesus, God made him do it. Because each thing that Satan did to Jesus, sometimes I will teach you about the cross. The next uh, uh, Jesus seminar, I will teach you about the reason for the cross. The reason for the cross. Let me write it down so that I won't forget it. And every one of you hearing me, remind me the reason for the cross. Because this is the Holy Spirit speaking. I will teach you. Everything that's, that happened when Jesus was going to the cross is by the Holy Spirit of God. So that devil will be totally finished. So that with the devil's hand, he will undo all what he has done to enslave man. Then he will, he will enter the cage. And then he'll be shot there. Okay. And that's what the Bible says. It says, Regard judgment. Satan is condemned. So now, two major things you must know in this scripture. Number one, Jesus is gone to the Father so that you and I can walk in righteousness by the Holy Spirit. Number two, Satan stands condemned. You know what condemned when they say body stuff condemned in court. It means that he has been sentenced. He has been sentenced. It is the criminal they condemn. When they condemn you, then you are a criminal. A person condemned must be sent to the jail. He cannot go out to go and oppress people anymore. You look at a uh, you know, pedophile. When they are looking for a pedophile, they can't find him. They look for him, look for him. The day they catch him, finish. Everybody in the city will be, will be at rest. They are looking for a predator. A predator. The day they catch that predator... Everybody will now have rest. Are you with me now? So, therefore, and you cannot, as a Christian, be saying that the man that is condemned is the one that is hindering you. How can you say that? He is condemned. He is condemned. Don't you hear what I'm saying? He is condemned. Look, let me see. As far as Alfred Williams is concerned, everything happening in my life is my God. Satan can do nothing. He's not in my vocabulary or my, my, my diary. What about if he is the one who did something? It's because God allowed him and God permitted him. God will not permit the devil to do something in my life if that thing is not for my good. It will end up for good. The Bible says, for we know in all things God is working for those who love him. Romans chapter chapter 8 verse 28. God is working for for those who love him. In the book of Ephesians chapter 111, he says, according to him who works everything in accordance with the counsel of his will. If the thing is bad for you, God will work it out good. If the thing is good, God will work it out good, gooder, or goodness, best. (laughs) Hallelujah, somebody. I want you to have confidence in God. I wish I can cut your heart and put God there. Why should you fear anything? Like some people, they said that some Christians are fearing COVID-19. I always said that those Christians are not born again. But I, I repented of that statement that when they are born again, they don't even know they are God, <laughs> because the Bible says it's only those who know they are God will be strong. When you are afraid of death, I don't know which born again you are born again. God forgive you. I think born again should like to die because Paul said, "For me to die is what gain." You don't want gain? I'm not saying you should commit suicide. Don't go and quote apostles, that apostles said Christ should die. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said you should not be afraid of death, because he that conquered death and destroyed death is the one that lives inside you. He has the keys to Hades, Hades, and to death. You read it in the book of Revelation this week, that I am the one who has the keys. Chapter 1, I took the key. I have the key to Hades, Hades, and, and death. I have the key of death, which means no one dies without my permission. So if you have that man living in you, that God living in you, I should be afraid of death. Come on now. Let's go ahead. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me. So therefore, John chapter 16, we are looking at the works of the Holy Spirit. You know why I'm telling you, the works of the Holy Spirit. Some of you did not allow him to work in you. From this day, you allow Holy Spirit to work, to do his job. By allowing him, by cooperating with him, by collaborating with him. How? Your faith. Your faith. Regardless of the storm you are going through, hand your faith as an anchor unto Christ. Fear nothing. Because the one that is steering the ship is your Savior. He lives in you in the person of the Holy Spirit. Look at John 16, 12. It says, we are looking at the works of the Holy Spirit. Yes? I have more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, verse 13 of John 16, he will guide you into all truth. So he is our guide into all truth. Look, what about if you are telling me, I don't know, I don't know the truth. I have tried to seek God, I prayed and prayed and prayed. hmm Your prayer will change today. All those cockroach prayers that some of you pray, that you pray, you don't believe. You pray today, you doubt it. After, the moment you are getting out of your knees, you prayed against your pain. And when you left your knees, two minutes after, you forgot that you had prayed against it because the pain came. And beginning to say, this pain has, this my pain has come again. Can you imagine? <laughs> Instead of you to say, Lord, I prayed about this thing two minutes ago. Thank you now that it's dying. When you call the head of a snake, it has to wiggle around all over the place. A snake sleeping quietly. It will be there. Dangerous with venom. But if you can get his head and cut off his head, you will see the snake going, the whole place will be scattered. When you pray and then the things get tougher, why don't you thank God? Because your prayer works. Your prayer works. Your prayer works. That is the reason why he's raising an ugly head (laughs) and overcome you by thanks. It is faith. It is faith. Faith is the the, the truth. The God says here, He will guide you into all truth. You have inside you the one who knows all truth and who guides you into all truth. Let me go further. He said, but when the Spirit, when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of, of His own. Listen to this now. You know, it is, it was, I, told, I read it to you uh, uh, earlier on from, from the book of um, uh, 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 Acts chapter 1, verse 4. That is the promise of the Holy Ghost, is the promise of the Father. And I read to you from John chapter 16, 7, that the Son sends the Holy Spirit. Are you with me now? So, and it went for that to say here now, that I have more to say to you. But when the Holy Spirit comes, He will not speak of His own. He will speak only what He hears. From who? From me. And He will tell you what is yet to come. Hello? So anything about your life, Holy Spirit can tell you. He wants to tell you, but are you willing to listen? Yes, you will be willing from today, knowing fully well what he has given to you. Knowing fully well that he is willing to tell you. Holy Spirit is willing to let us know anything secret in our life. Why should this happen to me? Go to Holy Spirit, they will tell you. Why should this not happen? Go to Holy Spirit, they will tell you. Instead of you, when you expect something and the pain didn't come as you expect, you begin to say, God didn't answer my prayer. Who told you he didn't answer your prayer? Have you ever read in the Bible that, and I will not answer your prayer, call upon me and I will not answer? Is that what your own Bible says? He says, Call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you. Don't you understand? So when he answers you something, the answer is that, You will not get what you are looking for. Okay? Why? Maybe that thing will have killed you. Maybe it will have taken you away from kingdom. It will get to your head. And maybe, and this is the most probably, he has better things for you. And if you go to the shortcut, you will miss the better things. God's decision is always the best. But you see that Jeremiah said that I will... Answer you and show you hidden things that you know not, because the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Now let me say this to you, because I know that our time, our time is almost gone. Now we pray. If this scripture tells me that Holy Spirit will guide me into all truth, then let me say this: If you are a, a man or a woman, let's say a woman, and you have not, you have been married, you haven't conceived can tell you why. If you ask him, he can tell you why. Maybe you are a man, you are looking for a wife, you are afraid of all the women because the marriages you have been exposed to are terrible. And you don't know which one, now you, you marry and then it become something else. Holy Spirit can reveal your wife to you before you meet the wife. Same thing, you are a woman, you are waiting and saying, I'm getting old, where is the man? I'm getting old, I'm praying every day. He can reveal to you the man, you will see the man. Clean clear. In a vision, it could be in the dream, it could be in an open vision. You will see him. I remember when I was going to marry my wife, the mom, mother of Christ with Tabanaku, after we have met, you know, for some years. Of course, I remind you that um, uh, 18th, last week, this 18th August, she reminded me that uh, we, uh, we met 47 years ago on the 18th of August, and her birthday was yesterday, 23rd of August. And so I, I forgot the, t- the time we met. But I remember the birthday, because that you can't forget as a husband. But the time we met, how can I keep the record when what I met is with me? Hallelujah. So, she reminded me. But this is what happened. I'm talking about Holy Ghost will reveal to you all things. He will guide you into all truth. He will tell you what is yet to come. And uh, Five years after our courtship, the father knows me. The whole family have accepted me. But the father did not. Because the father felt that the daughter is so so precious to her. And I can see why my father-in-law felt that my wife is so precious because she has been so precious to me too. And some of you also can verify and agree with me for that. That anything my wife would be assigned to, there are the things that she believes that cannot harm me. If she feels that something can harm me, she will fight with the, rest, the last drop of her blood. She fight for me to the place whereby I might say who should be the fighter. I'm, I'm fed up of the fight. <laughs> she just not do it. I make sure that she gets me because sometimes I I I I will overlook what can even harm me. I believe it doesn't harm me anything. But she, she sniffs very well, and I recognize that. So we are good balance. However, the father won't let me marry her. So we pray, 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 pray. Fast, 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 fast. It didn't happen. So after. The sixth year, we're getting the seventh year of my wedding. I just got fed up, but I said, look, to her, don't worry anymore. We bought wedding gowns, three, and our friends have to, we fixed dates. The father will accept, we change the date, because in our time, we must get the consent of the father, which is right now, too. It's a good thing to get the consent of your father, your mother, both husband and wife, before you're going to marriage. Because, see, when parents are having You know, some uh, 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 they feel that something is not right, you need to really look closely. I'm not saying that all the time they do so, it's so, but most of the time it's so. Unless if it is based on your Christian religion, then they cannot be correct. But when it's based on human, on humanity, the way character and behavior and stuff, they have this experience in life. So we waited. So I now said, look, stop. Let me go and ask God. And I went into a journey. And that is what the key is. I went into a journey for about 21 days. I did not fast for 21 days. What is the journey? Hours of prayer. I prayed every 9, 12, 3, 6 p.m., 9 uh, p.m., 12 or 3, midnight. And I was praying, seeking him, praying, seeking him, worshiping, praying. I was eating, of course, but my heart was taken over by what I was looking for. And about 21 days, an angel appeared to me and took me to heaven, handed me over to Jesus. And Jesus said to me that, you have been praying over your marriage. And now, follow me. And he took me to a room where the calendar of this world is kept. You know something that puzzles me about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is this. When he talks with you, he talks to you like like he's your senior brother. And you do recognize that he came to the world 2,000 years ago. If you have a grandfather that is 2,000 years old, you know how he'll be talking. (laughs) Talk less of that. He's the set of days who has no beginning, you know. But as old as he is, when he's talking to you, he's talking to you like a friend, like a junior brother. You know what he was telling me? And he picked the calendar of my life, and he opened it for the day I was born. He was showing me. Till that day, I asked him the question, and he showed me the second year. That was 80, uh, 80, 81, 82, 83. So that was 1981. So he showed me the whole of 81, 82. And when we got to 83, we got to the month of March. He showed me all March, and then we wanted to enter April. And he said to me, next month is your wedding. He was talking to me casually. Like a friend, you know. So I now said, he now said to me, Tell me what is your wedding date. And I said, Touch it. And he said, You got it right. I said, Wow. (laughs) It's good to serve the Lord, it's good to walk with him. He talks like a friend. Jesus does not go and say, I am the Lord thy God with rod in his no. He calls us my brother. And so I was so happy. And he said, he looked into my eyes like this. <laughs> and he said to me, Nobody gets it wrong before me, boy. <laughs> oh my Lord. He said, son, nobody gets it wrong before me. In other words, in the presence of the truth, you cannot say anything but the truth. It does not it's not subject to your will or no will. You lost your will when you are this presence. What he wants is what you say. What he reveals is what you say. What you know by him is what you say. You cannot say something else except what he has revealed, where you are in his presence. (laughs) You know? And he showed me the date of my wedding and everything that happened, the pastor that wedded me and everything, and they will fix that date. The hall I had, my reception, I saw it, showed me by Christ. It was Global Hall in Lagos. So we went and we had, you know, our reception there. Two, me, two, two weeks to my wedding, we have bought all the clothes for my father, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, everybody. We saved our money, my wife and I, and we, were, we rented the hall. We paid for it. We paid for everything. We did not allow our parents to give a penny. They did because on the day, too, they now went to do their own. My father-in-law now, you know, called his people. He celebrated. He had to attend to them. Two weeks to my wedding, he agreed, but we have booked the hall because I saw it in heaven. Let me say something to you. When God called Noah, he showed him the pattern and dimension of the, of the, of the, of the, of the uh, ship he's building. When God called Abraham, he told him specification, show him the stars of heaven and said that this is how they would be. When God called Moses, he said to him, build the tabernacle as the one I've show you on the mountain in heaven. As specification exactly as, as it was. When God called David, he gave him the plan. And David said that this is the plan to Solomon as I received from the Father. So are you. The Holy Spirit will tell you all truth. He should tell you all truth. You should not be confused over knowing a truth. If it is a hidden mystery, you have the right to know. If you are born again, it is your right. You don't have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. This one I'm talking about. Once you are born again, you can access God by the holy spirit inside you you know it pains me when christians are saying that i don't know i don't know don't know what you don't know what if there's a price to pray Him. anything you seek is what you find you know something with us you need to know this jesus did not die on earth came to the world all the way from heaven to die so that we can be arresting him with our prayer and compelling him to perform miracle. That's not why he came. He came for friendship. He came to look for friends. And if you can yield to him as a friend, the closer you are to him, the more you talk to him, the more you relate with him, the lesser you will see him. Your mind is what controls sin. Your mind, the lesser your mind will be sinful because you are very relating to him, relating to him all the time. Every time you come before him in prayer, in worship, in singing, and in your heart of love for him, you know something is washed out of you that is of this world. And is it not by relationship he speaks? He says, when he went to destroy Sodom, he said, we are passing through Abraham. He is the one who decided to pass through Abraham. He says, shall we hide him, Abraham? What we are about to do is sort of, it is because you relate with him, he will tell you what will happen in America, who is going to be the next president of America. It does not matter what the people are doing or what the media are saying, you will be shocked by it. God will put his own person there. Oh, what's going to happen to England by January next year? Forget about it. Holy Ghost know it, and it can reveal it to you. Oh, what about my life? This one is happening with that. Holy Ghost know it. But you see, relationship. And relationship, if you love somebody truly, you will be wanting to hear the voice of your lover every day. I cannot tell you, I cannot overtell you about my love life with my wife. When I met my wife, my father knew it. I told my father the same day I met her. I told my mother. I woke my mother up in the midnight and told my mother that I met the woman I will marry. My mother said, "How did you know?" I said, "The Lord Jesus told me." And every time when, my, when, when I have to invite my wife to come and see my parents, you know, every day I phone. In the days in our own days, there is no telephone. We we write letter, and the letter may take some days or be, maybe a week or next week before I reach where she was, and I will be writing letter, drawing her. You know, all those signs, hearts with arrow. Only God knows where human beings got it. I wrote it to my wife, too, that my love for you is so erroneous into Hathios. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hat-ios. So I demonstrated my love. I, you know, I remember that I would take my wife's photograph and I'd be sleeping like this with her photograph. After God, she was the one. Then my father and my mother. I don't even know which one among them, whether father or mother, which one is first possible. Whatever what, yes, it may be. I, I was close to both of them. I love both of them so much. So, and my, my mother would say, you this boy, this is the woman I want to marry. How can't you do that to Jesus? My first time of seeing Jesus, that is what I was doing. I took all the photographs of a Christmas card that they say Jesus. I lay all of them on my bed. I say, Jesus, which one are you? Are you this one? Are you this? This one looks different. This one looks alike. Which one are you? Are you white man? Are you black man? And I continue to pray with tears seeking him, and he appeared unto me. <coughs> Not fast, too. I didn't fast. I didn't fast at that time. Not fast. Love. Love. And so You can know. He said he will guide you to all truth. I have just five more minutes or so. And then we pray. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. So, I submit to you tonight, before the end of this week, you will see visions about your life. What is yet to come in your life tonight? Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. Tonight, you will have encounter of angels. I said tonight, your dreams will change. No more nightmares. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, what I'm saying is what he's saying. He will visit you tonight. It's your right. Because it's a promise to so those who accept Jesus. God promised Holy Spirit and Jesus give them the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit is loving, happy to reveal Jesus to them and to reveal himself to them. You see now, he said, he will tell you what is here to come. Verse 14 says, he will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine, making it known to you. You can know anything. You can know about a country that you do, do not care. You start praying about a, one country and telling Holy Spirit, what is, what is happening in this country? He will tell you. He will tell you. What, you. what a Christian cannot know is what you did not ask. Even sometimes what we don't ask him, he will just say that, shall we not reveal to our friend? Come on now, love, 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 love God, love God, love God, love God, love God. Lord, Holy Spirit, love Him. When you love Him, you love man. (laughs) You see, you cannot love man if you don't love God. And so, in this scripture, therefore, before we pray, I will stop here today. I will go on tomorrow on the Holy Spirit is the source of power. That's what we'll look at tomorrow. But tonight, what I've shown to you about the works of the Holy Spirit in uh, John 16, 12 and, uh, to 14. He says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Write that down. He will guide me into all truth. Number two, Holy Spirit will speak only what he hears from Jesus. So you can trust everything Holy Ghost said. He is God in the spirit. And Jesus is God in the flesh. Anything they say is no fault. No, it's faultless. You don't need to go and inquire about it. They said it. and said it. Number three, Holy Spirit will tell you what is yet to come. He will tell you what is yet to come. Yet to come. Every hidden thing. Look at Deuteronomy 29, 29. He says the mystery belong to God and things revealed belong to us. It's our lie to know. He said things revealed belong to us and our children. Hallelujah. <laughs> that we may know the mind of the Father. Hallelujah. I remember when my daughter was going to get married, I think I've said this again and again. A lot of men were coming. People were saying, oh, you are getting old. We, uh, we had comments from many comments. Uh, comment. Is it commentator? They call them commentators. And they were giving all manners of comment You know, people will say that you better repent of your sin. People will say that you are very arrogant. People will say that we don't know what is wrong with you. What a big hell you even think you are. That's why God didn't give you a husband. People were all manners of things. And I told my daughter, You are the daughter of a lion. Because Jesus is lion, he gave back to Lion. I said, their mouth, once we eat it, you only hear what I, your father, say. Eh? My daughter said, Okay. And then we have several people coming. This one will come today, that one will come tomorrow. Some of them are scared when they hear that she's my daughter, they run away. Hallelujah. Mm. The one that Satan said will not have place in your life. Understand me. All that was going on was going on was going. And at last, you see, one of them did something who was very promising. He came to church. He said, I'm going to marry you. And he said, Every heaven and earth, we believed him. We know. Because we are praying. He is a born again acclaimed. And then suddenly the, the, the little thing, then the Lord said to me, That did I tell you that this is the man? And I called my daughter. Block him. And don't talk to him anymore. And when my daughter was walking away, I saw Brother Raymond. Look at, come, 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 look at your husband standing before me. Holy Spirit open my eyes. I said, I described the man. I said, anywhere I see him on earth, I will grab him and say, you are the husband to my daughter. Come, you have a wife. You will marry. Because I see him like I see you. <laughs> my daughter, you know, when I tell my daughter anything that God said, she's very, very much all my children, you know, when I say God said, everyone is cautioned. So, and Holy Spirit never said anything anymore until one day. You know, it took about a year or so after that incident. And one day, they, some, one of the members of the family who are well wishers invited, introduced one of the uh, family members, and he's a born again, the servant, is a pastor. Anytime you, you know, they will introduce, I said, okay, talk to him. Let's see if God is not, God will tell us. So they were talking, and suddenly, you know, the man will be giving prophecies and all stuff like that. And my daughter said to me, "That thank God, Daddy, this one anything with God is God, is God." I said, "Okay, that's very good. That, I want you to marry God man. I don't want you to marry a godless one." And suddenly, when you know the 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 another person was introduced, and it was Brother Raymond. And then there was a discussion between my wife and my daughter, which one of these? But this one has been talking to me. But this new one, where, you know, what will I do? And while they were discussing. The spirit of the came upon me. I said, come, I can overhear you because, you know, women talk, they are women talk. But when they were talking, Holy Ghost allowed me to, to be a sniffer dog. And I had this. I said, come, what's going on here? And he said, that this is the position. I said, where is the photograph? And they brought the two photographs. I said, ah, this is the man I saw a year ago or two. This is the man. And, you know, he, Barrymore at the time, he dressed normally, but not, not you know, he's unassuming, you know. He, he was himself. And the other guy was in suit and in, you know, hallelujah. When you're looking for wife, you look for the best photograph, amen. And he fulfilled all the <laughs> regulations, but the righteousness was not complete. And I took that photograph and I tore it. I said, this is the man you're going to marry. I saw him before he showed up. Okay. So, God's willing, I was going to Nigeria at the time. I said, okay, tell him to come and see me. He came to the meeting and I was preaching, the man entered, and immediately I saw him. I said, this is the man I saw. This is the man I saw. Let me say this to you. My, my daughter will be ever grateful to me as a father who saw and directed him to where God is. Look at now. for those of you who know him. If you don't know him, you will soon know him. For good, though, I'm telling you. So, therefore, Holy Spirit will direct you. To all truth. And I gave you number four. One, two, three, four. It will tell you things to come. Number four is Holy Spirit will bring glory to to Jesus. By revealing the things. That belong to Jesus to you. Anytime Holy Spirit revealed to you. He brings glory to Jesus. So. And all. Verse 15 of John 16 says. All the Father has is mine. That is why I said the Holy Spirit will take from me and make it known to you. Therefore, in conclusion, you can get all things from God and Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Let me give you this and then we pray. We will pray straight away. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. It says, however, from all what I've been saying, ah, it is written, as it is written, no eye have seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for who, for those who love Him. The key is love. Love Jesus. love Jesus. Love Jesus. Love Jesus. Love Jesus. So that Jesus will be looking for your address. If Jesus doesn't visit you, He will want to visit you. He will want to tell you something, even if you are not thinking about it. He want to come and tell you that, look, my friend, this expect this in the next few days. Expect this in the next few months. You know the interview you are going for. And there's no interview. In the interview I'm going for in seven days' time, this is what you will say. I say, but I'm not going for any interview in seven days' time. And the moment you finish speaking tomorrow, let her come for interview. The date is seven days' time. And you know that that is your away. You know, this is relationship. So, no eye has seen, no ear has had, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Now, before you pray, you must pray with understanding today. Okay. He says, but God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. So, which means, what what you are asking God is already embedded in your spirit. Tomorrow I will tell you when I talk about angels and the rest of them, the book of days, as in the book of 1, Psalms 139, contains everything that God ordained for you and things that will happen to you. And I will help you to understand the predestination from things that He didn't predestine but those things are reactions of people, response of people. Where the devil will do everything, and what God will do is all written in your book of days. Now let me say this to you: therefore, your love life is what you check. You love God, I know. <clears throat> if you don't love God, you cannot connect this program. Anybody listening to me anywhere in the world, if you do not love God, it is not possible for you to turn to a program like this. A program like this is for people who truly love God. And so, don't think you don't love God. Okay, you love him, but we can go to a deeper dimension of love with him. Relationship. Re- because you love him, that's why relationship has to be solid. No eye has seen, So it means no Satan can know your future. No Satan can know what God revealed as the in your spirit. No ear has had. No man can. No necromancer, no witch, no no, sim, no demon, no Lucifer can understand what God prepared for you. No man can conceive. No human mind, no prophet can, unless the Holy Spirit reveal it. He said, "What God has prepared for those who love Him is sealed in who the Holy Spirit." But God has revealed it to us by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit searches all things of God, even deep things of God. <clears throat> He's searching deep things of God, Holy Spirit. We will take off from here tomorrow. You are going to pray tonight, Lord. First of all, pray a prayer of repentance. Because you are right where you are now. Go on your knees or or bow your heads where you are. Begin to ask God, cleanse me of every sin. All the attitudes that are of the flesh... But biting, quarreling, deceiving, lying, fighting. He doesn't make you a non-Christian, but he hinders you from God. Because you are a Christian does not mean you will not do those things. Because you are lying flesh to rule you. Tell the Lord, deliver me from my flesh. In the book of Psalm uh, 124, and Psalm 24, that we always read, Every day, we read Psalm 24, the art is the Lord. He says, he in, in uh, uh, verse 3, Who shall ascend the heel of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands, clean hands, clean hands, clean hands, pure heart, hand, clean hands, pure heart, hand. <clears throat> Begin to tell the Lord, cleanse my hand, O God. You know, cleanse my heart, O God. Everything that I do that is not of you. Begin to tell him, I backbite. So, Father, forgive me. I will not do that anymore. Uh, Lord, I, I, I don't appreciate people who do good to me. Forgive me. I will not do that anymore. I am not happy when people are progressing. Forgive me. I will not do that anymore. All those things are brought by Satan to your flesh and some of you who are Christians concede to it. Tell the Lord, I will celebrate people when they are successful. I will be happy with them. I will, I will not backbite people anymore. I will not, I will not join the company of the wicked anymore. I will not sit in the seat of Pajoras anymore. My wish have been in my, my, my desires have been in the will of God. In the will of God, I may say day and night. Lord, forgive me. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. Everything I've done to hurt your feelings. Tell the Lord, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. I've come back to you tonight. Lord, forgive me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. I know you have a good plan for me. Tell the Lord. I know your plan is better for me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I have come I have I have relied on my flesh. I have considered to the flesh. Cleanse me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord Jesus. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. I ask you to night. Tell the Lord, cleanse me with your power, with your blood. Cleanse me with your blood. Now begin to tell God the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my soul. Send your fire to my mind. <clears throat> send your fire into my spirit. Send your fire to my body. Purify me again and again. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, Lord. Tell the Holy Spirit, purify me. Purify me. Purify me. <clears throat> Forgive me and purify me. Sanctify my heart. Sanctify my mind. Lord, let your fire destroy our God, Holy Spirit, tell him, let your fire destroy everything the devil has coded in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, in my body, in my spirit. It is now for me to manifest you, o God. Deliver me from my flesh. Destroy everything Satan has done into my body. Destroy them your fire. Destroy them with your fire. What Satan has said and coded in my soul, destroy them with your fire. In my mind, destroy them with your fire. In my heart, empty my heart with your fire. Destroy everything the devil has said the there. Attitudes, bad attitudes, I inherited from my parents, bad attitudes, I inherited from my siblings, bad attitudes, I inherited from my friends in the world. Destroy, destroy, destroy. Destroy, destroy. Purify me, God, the Holy Spirit. With your fire, tell the Holy Ghost, send your fire, send your fire, send your fire. Purify, 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 purify. purify. Cleanse it, cleanse it. oria de Bosque, el de Helia, el de Julia Bahaya, es que le mocha tell the Lord, purify me purify me, purify me, purify, me purify me Lord, purify me Lord, purify me Lord, purify me Lord tell the Holy Spirit, purify me, purify me purify me purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me. deliver my heart, deliver my strength. deliver my heart, deliver my soul, deliver my heart, deliver my soul anything that hinders me creating me a clean heart O God and renew your right spirit within me cast me not away from but thy, cross thy cross presence take not thy holy spirit from me <clears throat> It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. No longer to be subject to yoke of slavery. Begin to declare your liberty from your flesh. Your freedom from your mind. Holy Spirit of God, send fire into my mind. Holy Ghost of God, send fire into my body. Holy Ghost of God, send fire into my spirit. Destroy everything the devil has planted. Jesus said, a man planted a vineyard, and he slept. And his enemies came and plotted sins see uh, uh, Every tone there. Tell the Lord, let the thorns of my life that Satan has planted be destroyed. Destroy them, Lord. Destroy them, Lord. Everything Satan has planted inside me that works against me. Father, destroy them. Send your fire, God, the Holy Spirit. Send your fire, God, the Holy Spirit. Send your fire, God, the Holy Spirit. And purify me. Purify my heart. Thank you, Father Bless God. You Lord, I pray Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Lord, I pray for everybody under my voice. As you have spoken today to the King of Heaven, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The power that cannot be confronted by man, the power that cannot be overthrown by, by Satan, ability to hear the mystery of God, ability to understand the mystery of God. Hearing that we hear the voice of the Spirit. Sight that we see to the realm of angels and the realm of God. Discernment that we discern evil spirit, man's spirit from God's spirit. Mm -hmm. Receive in the name of Jesus. The The angel who appeared to me in the month of March. He said, son of man, tell the people of God on earth. They have not been using God the Holy Spirit as they should. He says, tell them to pray and say, God the Holy Spirit, (coughs) send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my heart, send your fire into my soul, send your fire into my body, and destroy everything that the devil has coded. When I was sleeping, when I'm awake, when I see things, and Satan begins to code in my brain. Today, Lord, I stand and say, everything that Satan has coded in the mind of everyone, everything Satan has coded in our body, in our soul, Release your fire, God the Holy Spirit. Release your fire, God the Holy Spirit. Release your fire, God the Holy Spirit. Destroy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Evil sicknesses. Amen. The Bible says, Every tree that my heavenly father did not plant shall be pulled out from the root. So, anything in your body that did not come from God, I curse them to die. Everything in your physical body that Satan planted there. Holy Ghost, I have destroyed them. In the name of Jesus, Amen. be made whole. Be, whole. be made, whole. made whole. Be made A- De- whole. De- w- A- med- whole. Be made whole. A- be made whole. Be A- A- made whole. Be made whole. Be made whole. You are healed A- in the name of Jesus Christ A- of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus Christ. Change me, melted totally by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, King of Heaven, because you are. Have done it, thank you, Father. Thank you. Stretch your hands forward before the Lord. The Holy Spirit told me to start to speak this blessing upon his people. May the Lord God answer you when you are in distress. Amen. amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Say amen. 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 May He send you help from the sanctuary. Say Amen. Amen. May He grant you support from Zion. Say Amen. amen. May He remember all your sacrifices, all your giving, and accept your bond offering. Say Amen. May He grant you the desires of your heart. Say Amen. I decree that resources from heaven is available to you, and it comes to you. You receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Ability to fulfill, to to accomplish plans. May the Lord God Almighty, may He make all your plans succeed in the name of Jesus. Never again will you fail in your plan. Your plan will be in line with the Holy Ghost plan. And as God Almighty has planned, and he has said, as one, as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. Isaiah fourteen twenty-four. I pray for you, and I say, everything contending with the plans of God in your life, I overthrow them in the name of Jesus. Every manifestation contending with the purpose of God, I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire, destroy them completely. As for you, the plans of God will be the plans of your heart, and the plans of your heart shall be fulfilled. The promise of God will be according to your plan, and your plan shall not be frustrated. In the name of Jesus Christ, never again shall you be frustrated. You will not cast your young anymore. Those of you who have been waiting for God, amen. your Sarah will laugh in the amen. name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Johanna will conceive your Samuel in the name of Jesus. Amen. The impossible amen. shall be done for you. Amen. Your Elizabeth shall bring forth. Amen. Your John. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Children of grace from amen. heaven, I call you in the name of the Lord. Amen. I send you to all these amen. people. Receive amen. them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Children amen. that will never disobey parents. Amen, amen. Children that Satan cannot deceive out. God will make all your plans succeed. You will shout for joy when you are victorious. And you will lift up the banner in the name of the Lord God. May the Lord God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and promised him. And appeared to Isaac and confirmed it. And appeared to Jacob and fulfilled it. Who have fulfilled it to you and I in Christ Jesus as in the book of Galatians. May He look at all the requests of your heart from the beginning of this year, all your lingering requests over the years as we are moving into the month of September. From this very hour throughout this week, may your life be fulfilled, Amen. may your plans be fulfilled, Amen. may your request be granted. Amen. Lord God, the Holy Spirit, send your holy angels who deliver answer to prayer to everybody under my voice. Angels of God will begin to visit you. Amen. They will begin to answer the prayer and bring your request to you. They will bring the request to you under Amen. the command of the Holy Spirit. Amen. They will bring the answer to your request Amen. to you. They will bring the fulfillment and the result of what Amen. you are asking for. Amen. And your mind shall be filled with laughter. Amen. Every day Amen. of this week shall bring forth manifestations Amen. and Amen. testimony. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. Your first and soul is healed. Amen. Madness does not come from yes. God to man. Yes. And so you spirit yes. of madness over that child. I send you back to Amen. heaven. Insanity Amen. belongs to the devil. Amen. You are released in the name of Jesus Christ Amen. today. Back to your senses. As the senses of Nebuchadnezzar return to him, I command the senses, those who have lost their senses, I command your senses to be restored to you right now. Amen. Babarito in the amen. mighty name of Jesus, thank Father, we thank you. Thank in Father, Jesus' holy and anointed name, we pray praying on you. Somebody amen. say amen. amen. Look, let me say this to you. Amen. If you are more than one, where you are, congratulate the people around you. Congratulations in the name of the Lord. Something has triggered in heaven concerning you. And this time we are, is different from other times. It's no more business unusual. It's now business as usual with God. You will laugh before you see me tomorrow. Remember the prayers I took you to pray. You can replay this program because it's live on YouTube. And you can replay them. Remember the prayers that I led you to pray. And pray them again and again and again and again. Holy Spirit is in you. He's around you. And now you are releasing him to manifest, you and I. And he will take us to higher heights in the mighty name of Jesus. Tomorrow, by the grace of God. We will start from where we stop tonight. Where we are going to look at tomorrow, the Holy Spirit is the source of power. And then when we look at the Holy Spirit's source of power, we look at the revelations. <clears throat> we look at anointing. We look at revelations, how you can operate in revelation, how you can operate in the anointing. But what I've taught you today, be convinced in your heart this is the truth which you want to apply. Are you with me now? Uh-huh. So it may be different to what some of you have been hearing, but listen to me. This is the truth. And tomorrow we'll look into the prophecy of Joel. When we're talking about power, we'll look at the prophecy of Joel. And we'll look at 1 Corinthians, where we stop today. uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, by the grace of God. And we're going to be looking at uh, verse um, um, uh, verse, verse 9 and verse 10. And verse ten especially which is that God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things of God, even the deep things of God. And so that from tomorrow I want to take you to deeper waters. More visions, more revelations, more encounters and more manifestations. May the Lord bless you beyond that time tomorrow. In Jesus' name. But the Lord will continue to bless you. I want to thank all of you ministers. I can see your faces uh, from Nigeria, from India, from America, from Europe, you know, Ireland, Germany, all over the place. I acknowledge you, Lagos, Abuja. I acknowledge you. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. Canada, you are very welcome. Sweden, you are very welcome. I must mention you too. And somebody from Norway, there is a minister from Norway who has always been joining us. And may the Lord make you mighty tree in the nations that He has established yeah, you. Yeah, and I want to thank you on behalf of Mommy too for all your all your. Uh, uh, you know, uh, is it what you call it now? Uh, but the wishes yeah. that you sent to her yesterday, which was her birthday, and for all your gifts as well, may the Lord enrich you and may the Lord raise men and women to appreciate you too. Amen. As you have appreciated that, heaven will appreciate you. May God Amen. bless you Amen. continuously in Jesus' anointed name. Amen.